Welcome to the Nine Moms Podcast. My name is Phineas, and this is my mama's podcast, and, and here she is. Hi, 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 everyone, and welcome back to the Nine Months Podcast for the second episode of 2022. Now, Firstly, before we get into it, I've created a directory on the website where you can find your uh, podcast episodes in different uh, categories. So, for example, if you know that you have that you're planning an induction birth or a C-section or there's something going on in your pregnancy that you'd like to hear other stories about, then you can head to the directory, which is on the website, ninemonthspodcast.com and just search for the episodes that you'd like to listen to there and i hope that helps in your in your um in your search for what you need to listen to um and for today's episode we are going to be hearing from terra terra is czech originally but she gave birth in Reykjavik in Iceland, which is a perspective that we haven't had yet on the pod. So that's quite exciting. Um, Terra shares with us because she had a little bit of care in the Czech system. And then as she moved on in her pregnancy, she moved to back to Iceland, I should say, and and went through birth and postpartum there. So, so without further ado... Um, I will let Terra tell the story today. Welcome to the podcast, Terra. Hi, Terra, and welcome to the Nine Months Podcast. Hi, thanks for having me. <laughs> Would you like to start by introducing yourself and who's in your family and what you guys do? So, hello to everyone. Uh, my name is um, Terra, uh, Teresa Hofova. I'm from Czech Republic and I'm actress and well my life path turned me to live in Iceland for a while where I met my husband and father of our daughter Hanna and yeah so that that is how we met and um, you know should I should I tell the last story or yeah yeah go for it <laughs> go for it that's really nice <laughs> well I call it last story but yeah it, it is last story it yeah. end up with the babies and it's definitely last story well yeah. uh, we met in Reykjavik in 2011 in a bar which is really Icelandic thing of of living and of meeting a, your a love a life partner. <laughs> and uh, yeah well it was really I was living in Reykjavik for one year and I met already 14 days before my leaving Iceland for good oh. and we just knew each other from seeing around and yeah then we just once at the bar we started to chat and then we just stayed together and uh, it was just great. We had a great fun and great conversations and really good time. And yeah, and then I was about to leave. So I had a residence in Iceland and everything. So I signed out of the system and said goodbye to Orre. 
for good, probably. It was just like that in that time point. But when I was sitting in the plane going back to Prague, I was like, well, I'm sure this was not for the last time because I really think I'm pregnant. So when I got back to Prague, the first thing I did was I called to my female doctor and told her or myself to have a test. And uh, when I came there and we chat and she was like, well, are you sure? Because it's really probably pretty early, you know, it's just like uh, one week. And uh, we cannot say now from the blood tests and everything. And I was like, well, I'm, I think I'm just like 100% sure. So let's wait then for the proof. Yeah. <laughs> I was not telling to Ori yet. And I was just like a little bit mysterious to everyone, of course. You know, it's really, as you know, probably it's really this strange private thing. Yeah. run just by your intuition and all these feelings yeah it's yeah. it's so strange to, because i i know a lot of my friends who were just a hundred percent sure they're not pregnant and they were <laughs> and i was like maybe i'm just hundred percent sure that i am and i'm not yeah but still well because i also was never um person who was thinking i will be a mom and it was not some plan of my life to be a parent and to have a family or a huge family even more. So I was kind of surprised how I kind of welcomed it with this. Yeah, it happened. And it's probably, it will be like that. Yeah. So yeah, it was strange and it was really nice time of this, like, a Christmas time before the, you open the Christmas package. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you know it's there, but you're not definitely sure if it's really there and if it's really for you. Or so mm -hmm. it was probably, I think, three weeks of waiting for for the test. Yeah, and it was it was positive, so I was right. <laughs> oh, <laughs> My intuition okay. was right. Yeah, yeah. So, well. Then uh, that was the part I was just like, okay, so now I'm just going to call Ari and tell him and let's see mm -hmm. if I will be a single mom or not or how that will be. Yeah. yeah. So I called him and he was, even though we really didn't know each other well, you know, it was just 14 days of just dating and having fun. Yeah. So I was maybe much more nervous about that phone call then the whole thing around it and the pregnancy right. and you know because probably one doesn't want to be alone for this but even though I was I was sure I, I could be a single mom and that was definitely the thing that I will just you know keep the baby mm. yeah he was a father it was just nice to <laughs> get him into it <laughs> of course <laughs> of course yeah yeah. So yeah, I called him and it, it was just, I think it was just one of the most beautiful moments in my life because he was really like, yeah, well, uh, hello, uh, what a news. I was never thinking of having a baby, but well, if it's like that, I'm up for it. And what, what, what do you think? Like, um, do you want to stay in Prague or... 
how you see that it was really he was really humble and polite you know not no pushing or no like uh strange questions which i was kind of worried about like uh, mm. for example are you sure it's mine or you know right 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 and uh I was like, well, you know, I'm actress and when I'm pregnant, there is not much things to do. So maybe it could be nice to go back to Iceland. And I was just like, oh my God, what will be the answer now? Or like, uh, you know, because at this moment of this, to be this honest, it's also like kind of my thing, not, not to be honest. That's not the right calling it. It's probably be that open and straight and the things about emotions and connecting to people hmm. I'm more shy in these things so I was just like oh, what are you gonna say and he was like yeah that's probably a good idea just let's try it and I was like wait <laughs> <laughs> oh it was just great um yeah it, it's nice to get in, in the memories in that time like uh yeah it was it was just great it was great yeah but then it was still some time to you know again move back you know it was just one month since I moved back to Prague <laughs> it was just like hey, wait, moving back to to Iceland again and all these applying again for the residents and we had to because I went out of the system so we had to get um again the permission to go back to the system and get back into all the way of the benefit so kind of delete the gap of me not being in the system so i have a right to get uh, the parental support and uh, all these things which are important so yeah so i was for some time in prague and also going over the first checks uh, checkups here yeah it's really um, I don't know how to put it not to offend someone or I, I don't want to judge the system or but it was really this kind of like a medical thing you know mm -hmm. it was like I felt somehow body is kind of not mine anymore you know it was more like a started to be a little bit part of the system and I was really like told what I'm supposed to do and teach about how I'm supposed to behave and measured and scanned and questioned and I was like wow is this the thing yeah. it's kind of strange because even though my doctor my female doctor she's really nice she's different generation and then she for some time she was not here present she had a holiday so i had to visit her like supply which was a man and he it was strange because i came there and i was just like offered my hand to shake and introduce myself and i was like yeah so lay down straight and i was like well mm -hmm. really <laughs> it was kind of strange i don't know if you have your own experience from the system here but yeah. and i really hope it's getting better still it's you know it's almost 10 years back so it's yeah. been a while i think it's getting a little bit better but i think it's also it's also very focused on the medical side and, and maybe ticking boxes a little bit just to make sure that everything yeah. is yeah exactly. 
Mm. It was it was strange, and I got so many like also like heels and supplements and just like everybody was just like like from the early beginning like there there must be something wrong, you know this kind of feeling like uh, yeah. straight going into the supplements and all these like uh, advices and also this because I was over 30 years so I had to go for the down syndrome tests and Mm -hmm. these kind of which I was taught like yeah you know it's maybe then if it will be positive you will keep a little bit more focused but then there are the options of abortions and la 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 and I was just like wow uh, what you know it's so sensitive time one is really confused of course, nervous about the whole thing because also the, yeah, that's the one thing I wanted to say why I'm just giving this interview or the podcast or it's like because I was a bunch of time on the internet just trying to find all the information about, oh, the pregnancy. What is that? Mm-hmm. What's going on? How are the stories and everything? And it was really hard to find good stories. Yeah. It was really hard to find like, yeah, it was going well. And mm. then the labor was just fine and we have a baby and everything was just like full of some bad stories <laughs> and bad examples and some tragedies. Yeah. And, and I was just like, I was like, oh, please, like, um, I'm not this like really uh, hippie person, but I was just like, oh, it would be so nice to have some woman circle to, to talk yeah. about just experiences, you know? Absolutely, absolutely. So, yeah, so it was something I was kind of missing in this system, like to be offered more than the pills and supplements and how I'm supposed to behave, not to drink and not to smoke and all these yeah. good advices you probably know. <laughs> or, <laughs> Already, you know. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. And how long were you in the, in the Czech system before you switched to the Icelandic one? It was two and a half months. And also the first, like, yeah, I went for this Down syndrome test and the first screening, I was just, you know, I I remember that real well because we first had this interview about what if there is some suspicion of Down syndrome and how are the ways of abortion or keeping the baby. And then they told me, like, if you decide to keep the baby, there is a bunch of responsibilities and, you know, like you're doing something wrong right yeah and then I went to this screening and I saw saw a baby there in my belly and just jumping like on a trampoline just like really (laughs) jolly and I was like I just instantly fell in love and then I told them like yeah you know the results just keep it on a paper but just I don't want to talk about that at least not for now I just seen my baby and I'm just not interested in your results because I just want to be in this bubble of emotions for a while and maybe for the rest of my pregnancy because, yeah. yeah. If you need to some, sign some paper, I take the full responsibility. I will just do it. But I was like, yeah, there's no way of abortion or something for me now because I, I'm just in love, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, it was kind of, yeah, um, how to call it? What's the name? Uh, that you have hopes and then somebody just like put you yeah, like a little bit fist in your face like oh, disappointment yeah. that's the word. Disappointment. because I was yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was I was thinking every that you I felt like I'm the only mom in the world not a mom a pregnant woman you know mm-hmm. it's so new and it's so special and 
then all this like the real world around was just like what <laughs> so uncomfortable and so like much more insecure than I was yeah yeah I think you can do yeah. all of these things these medical things that people or that doctors want you to do but do it in a sensitive way I don't know why they haven't figured yeah. out yet that there is a way to do it with sensitivity also you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly exactly yeah. yeah exactly as you say it's not that I think that they want to be arrogant or that they mm. think that yeah it's like a just like a broken leg thing or something you know it's I think so I don't know yeah, yeah. it's yeah well but then I moved back to Iceland and it was just a total difference in this way because then after all this I felt like Nobody is taking really a proper medical care about me <laughs> because <laughs> there were no screenings and no like uh, special checks up, checkups, you know. I just came there to the midwife and she just like weighed me and measured me, asked me how I feel. And I was like, yeah, that's it. And she's like, okay, so see you in the next 14 days. And I was like, oh, really? Is that all? No supplements no screenings or blood mm. tests and, and it's like no if everything is going okay then why to do that so yeah. your, your body probably knows pretty well what to mm. do or not to do so that was that was really nice and it was really really like comfortable yeah mm. it was great it was great yeah so how did it how did it look like with uh, with did you see the midwife then once a month or or something like that or how did that care look like for you yeah it was like that it was like that it was called Jenny I remember that she was really nice and really experienced and also we don't have here in Czech this midwife system it's more the doctor system so that makes also this like a medical feeling around that you know yeah that yeah. you also go to the hospital but here you just go to this like a local clinic or how to call it you know like the health mm -hmm. centrum yeah. where usually more like the nurses and midwives and there is maybe one two doctors but you don't really meet a doctor when it's everything going well you know yeah so you feel more i felt much more self-confident it really was put the trust was put on me mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That's your, you know, this is what she told me. You know what to do right. Your body knows what to do right. And if everything is going well, which usually does in 90%, just yeah. this will be fine. Yeah, so it was, absolutely. it was great. It was great. I, I really appreciate that, you know, because I'm not that self-confident and not that like, um, strong or you know so mm. this was just like when somebody trusts trusts you it's really huge psychological support yeah yeah absolutely 100 so it yeah. was it was great and i also had really nice the first trimester i was not feeling sick mm. and it was just going really like smoothly the only thing was just the emotional change I was getting more like a melancholic and yeah, the whole pregnancy was a little bit for me a tough, tough thing, you know, I'm more used to be more like, um, what to call it, maybe 
not not really selfish, but more self-focused, you know, just like right. I want to do what I want to do and just like I'm this <laughs> freedom run person. Yeah. And I was just like, whoa, this is the change of my life. Like, uh, <laughs> now I'm just like, we are two now at least or three even. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it was, it was a pressure on me. And I was just like, I was really afraid if, because we have no each other with Ori that well. So how that will go and what he will realize after, I don't know, five months that I'm not the one and all these kind of feelings really. Yeah. But the midwife was good. She was talking about that with me a lot and really giving me beautiful support. So that was nice. Beauty of midwives, isn't it? They just connect with you a little bit emotionally also, and you can tell them some things that you're thinking about and they will, they will just be there for you put a hand on your shoulder, you know, that the doctors won't do the same. (laughs) Exactly. Because it's much, it's much more like your friend for Mm -hmm. some period life or yeah 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 so it, it, it was great this was this was really nice I'm really 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 thankful for the Icelandic system to having it this way yeah 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 so did you know what kind of birth you were planning for or did you have a wish for how you wanted your your birth to go yeah I was of course thinking about that a lot because I, I also was like asked I don't know exactly if it's like that in Czech Republic as well, if you have this like plan of your labor, but probably it is Mm -hmm. this way. Yeah, a little bit like that. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I wanted to, I was kind of not feeling that self-confident to give a birth at home, Mm -hmm. but I was definitely sure I don't want to go to the hospital, but which is nice in Iceland that, uh, they have like more like the labor part of the hospital. It's not really a hospital, you know, like mm-hmm. here. Yeah. It is more like a labor house, which you really have your own room with a bath and uh, some gas, you know, and a huge bed. And it's really comfortable. Mm. It's really private, you know. So when I saw that and that, yeah, it's really nice. Because in Czech, it's more, this is like the labor houses, which are more like private. That's, uh, or you really have to, you know, get the spot there. And, but most of the labors are probably going on in hospitals. So this was, I was really, really welcoming that. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure I'm, I want to be in this house, you know, not, not home. If that won't be necessary, because we, also we were living in Reykjavik, which is nice that, uh, we were not in the countryside, <laughs> mm-hmm, you know, yeah. of the hospitals is not that, um, not that many hospitals in Iceland. Right. So yeah. <laughs> if we would be living in some fjords, it's probably, I don't know, would be interesting. Yep. But uh, <laughs> we were just really also close to the, to the hospitals or to the, to the labor house. So, so it was just like, yeah, we have just like five minutes to get there if something's going on. So it was like, it was nice, yeah. But I was thinking also of giving a labor into the water. I always kind of dreamed about that because I thought this is so kind of natural that, you know, baby is in the water in your belly and it, then it goes into the water and, mm-hmm. yeah, and all these like a smooth feeling of the warm liquid around you made me feel mm-hmm. kind of 
comfortable. But yeah, yeah. that it was that it was different. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, that's great. Is there anything else from your from the uh, second or third trimester? Anything you'd like to share before we talk about the birth? No, I'm just thinking. Um, not particularly. I was everything was just going nice, even though I was getting more like uh, the men mentally or physically ambulance, you know. Mm. Um, I was more, I was struggling with that. I was kind of really looking forward for the labor itself. Like just thinking like, finally something will happen. Something I have kind of more under my control, if you know what I mean. Mm -hmm. Like uh, not this, just not probably, no, I don't mean just like just, but all the waiting and just um, being and just then, also when the movement starts it was just great i remember that it was just like oh now i really can feel it you know now it's now it's happening yeah because the first even because i haven't felt sick or anything i was just like well what where is it the pregnancy <laughs> <laughs> that's great what, what, what's gonna happen <laughs> you know? so it was yeah that it was just nice when i felt and we also didn't want to know the the sex so mm. We wanted to be surprised so yeah it was it was just great because it was kind of this uncertainty about like uh, also not even like buying any clothes or the baby wagon or how, how is that called the, the uh, stroller yeah stroller yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah so uh, it, it was just um, yeah we're just kind of waiting and waiting and waiting and now also what was important for me that i started to do yoga for the first mm. time in my life when i was oh, pregnant really? oh is yeah that when you started <laughs> yeah that's, that's great. when i started yeah ah. 10 years back yeah oh, great. It, was, it was called oider and she was really like popular woman in uh in uh in Reykjavik to have this like a uh, pregnant yoga classes there was mm -hmm. a waiting list even and it still is because she is really good oh. uh, it was great and i remember always having the in shavasana having the best nap in my life it was so great <laughs> i was always so looking forward i don't know why was it you know yeah. because we were not really heavily exercising you know it was not that you get tired and but it was just like the atmosphere in the room and all these pregnant women around and all these sharing and breathing and then just be laying on your yoga mat on the hard floor on your back. I always fell asleep for this like a tiny, tiny, tiny moment. And it was always so relaxing and it made me so refreshed. It was just great. It was great. Yeah. So that's the way it's supposed to feel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, so it was also my way to yoga started with my with my pregnancy, which I'm also really grateful to. Oh, that's great. Yeah. Yes, for those of you that don't know, Tera comes to my yoga classes. That's how we met. <laughs> yeah, do, yeah. Do. yeah. Uh, oh, great. So how many weeks were you when you went into labor or did you go into labor on your own? No, 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 no. It was, uh, I was, um, I never noticed in the weeks. It was, I, I was um, nine months and one week mm. when, when it happened. I remember it was, it was the beginning of June 
Uh, I had the due date on the 28th of, uh, of May and nothing was really happening, but I was told like, yeah, it's just, it's just fine. You know, it's just like 14, 14 days here and there. It doesn't matter. It's just natural. Let's wait. You know, everything is going really fine. And uh, so I was just waiting and there was this, uh, a new Wes Anderson movie out in that time. In the Moonrise Kingdom. So I remember we ordered uh, a ticket to the movies on the 2nd of June. And now and then also really, I forgot, I forgot. It was really important to mention because my, my husband, he, he's a drummer. And he was in that time in a band called Dead Skeletons. And they got really popular in that period. And they they were asked to go, to go for a tour. And it was just like exactly in that time when I was just supposed to give a birth. Mm-hmm. But also he really, it was probably really tough for him. I probably cannot talk for him, but because he really wanted to go for a tour and also he wanted to be with me to have a baby. And I was just like, well, you know, I'm a little bit nervous about that because I'm in a foreigner country. I'm kind of alone here, not that alone, but still, you know, mm. uh, and everything is so new, you know, also it's mm. my first labor and everything. So giving birth. So I was just like, but on the other hand, I really want you to go, of course. Yeah. So you went, they went to uh, Greece, to Athens, had the gig there. Mm. And he was just writing me like, hey, are we having a party with the peaches? And just like he had the time of his life. (laughs) (laughs) Great. So I was really happy for him and everything was going good, you know. And, you know, I think a baby, Hannah, she was just waiting for him to get back. And she did. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) She definitely wanted to have him there as well. So I was just like thinking, yeah, it will be good. It will be good. But I was, of course, a little bit nervous, like what something happens or you never know. But yeah. So, yeah. And then he got back and we went to movies. We were supposed to go to the movies. And yeah, I remember that morning the 2nd of June, I woke up and I went to the toilet and I seen a bit of blood, but I felt really good. And I was just like, yeah, that's probably, it's happening. But I haven't told him, didn't want to, I don't know, not to panic or not, I don't mean he will, he will not panic, but just wanted to have a little bit more for myself and wait and just observe and we took a short walk to, it was a really nice day. We went to Heidimorg, which is kind of like a small, tiny forest close to Reykjavik. And when we were walking there around the lake, I was just like, well, already, I think it's slowly, you know, about to happen, I think. I just like, it started to be a little bit hard for me to walk. I feel like a pressure in my down belly and... Yeah, so, and he was like, and are you up about to go to the movies or not? And I was like, yeah, I think so. Well, we are in Reykjavik. Everything is just like five minutes distance to get to uh, to uh, the hospital. So let's go to the movies and we will see. So we bought the popcorn and we went to the movies and, and it slowly like started to be 
difficult for me to be sitting in the chair. So I had like a really tiny contractions, like not, nothing traumatic going on. Just So I always like pushed myself in the chair. It was really nice. I was just like, mm, maybe I should give a birth in a cinema. <laughs> because this is like, you know, the these heavy chairs. Right. And it was always nice just like to push the my legs in the in the the seat in front of me and me into the into this in the in the back of the seat. So it's really nice feeling. I was just like, oh this is nice. So that was my <laughs> moonrise kingdom uh you know contractions it was funny though the wes anderson is really good dramaturgy though for a for a labor movie (laughs) (laughs) yeah perfect (laughs) yeah yeah so when the movie was done i was like hey probably let's go straight to the to the to 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 see to see the midwife and let's see what's going on so we went there and she checked me out and she was like yeah it's happening but you still have some time you know so if you live nearby just go home get some nice food take a bath and then she was asking me do you feel really pain and I was like no no I don't feel pain or and I was just like that was also the big thing I was so curious about the pain how there will be what is the pain because this is what I've been told for everyone, oh, it's so painful. And then when we went to this like um, parental classes or how to call it, workshop, the labor workshop, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the, the midwife there, she said, and it's really nice that in French, they not call it the labor pain, they call it a labor work. And she was just like, think about that this way. It is work. It's not a pain. And I was like, oh, this is so, so nice because uh, I like languages and I like the symbols of language, how we think about things. And I was just like, I'm going to call it this way. So not the pain, I will call it work. And it's true, the labor itself for me, it was more like really, really hard work, yeah. but not the pain. I'm used to know the pain, like my back is, oh, pain or my tooth pain or headache or it was not this sudden pain it was more yeah work and really hard work and uncomfortable feeling in my body just like of course just pushing me to do something but not the pain yeah so yeah she asked me about the pain I was like no think so no it's uh, just like more like a giggling in my, in my but not the pain. and she was like okay then it's definitely you have time you know you will you will see when it comes really and I was like okay so then we got home we ordered some Asia or Thai or no Thai and I took a bath and I was just laying there for a while and then I was just like about to go out and then it started I just went like out from the bath and I went straight on my knees and I was like, oh, this is it. This is what she talked about that I will definitely realize. Okay. So everything before that was really just the fun because this was the first, like the strong contraction, which just like really like break my legs. And I was just like, already like from the bathroom, like (laughs) it is really happening. (laughs) And he was, it was so nice because he called his mom 
what we are supposed to do if we like to really go straight to the hospital. And she was like really, she, she had like five kids, so she is experienced. Uh, it was nice to be in touch with her, like an uh, experienced big mom. Yeah. And uh, she was like, well, maybe it's a good idea because um, just think if later Tera would be even able to be sitting in a car. And I was just like, then later when, when I was in a car thinking like, oh, how smart, little, tiny, simple advice is this, you know. Because yeah. it was definitely right that I was still able to sit in the car, but the contractions was like kind of tough. So I was just like, wow, if I imagine one hour later, I will probably, you know, it will be much more difficult to do that. Yeah. Even though it was just like really short trip. So, yeah. And then we got there and it was also, it was already like 10 or 11 o'clock in the evening, but it was beginning of June. So in Reykjavik are these white nights. So it was still really oh, bright yeah. and sunny. It was beautiful. And I felt like, oh, that is this won't be cozy enough, you know, because I think it's kind of nice to give a birth in a, like the coziness of darkness, you know, yeah. like to hide yourself somewhere and have this privacy, which the darkness gives you. But it was actually really nice to have this bright night. It was giving me so much power, all the sun. And it was just like, like you really feel like the, the nature is with you. Yeah. And we got to, to, the, to the part of the, the labor house in the, in the hospital, into the room. And I got recommended if I want some um, gas or something. And I started to be really in to myself, just closed in my own private bubble and I was like no 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 I think I just the water is fine but just now leave me alone and I was just like on the ground on my fourth and I remember once we I've been in the in the mountains in Spain and I seen a cow giving a birth there hmm. it was really she was there alone standing on the meadow and a little little one was going out from her and it was like half part away, uh, uh, out of her. Mm. She was really like standing there. And she, I don't know if she knew about us, like observing her from a distance, of course, with uh, a yeah. huge respect. And then I was like, yeah, let's go, please. Like not, we, we were probably not, it's not nice for her. If you're just, she, she has to sense it, you know, and somewhere yeah. someone is around. Yeah. So I kind of connected to her. So she was my, she kind of leaded me through the labor, this cow from the, from the mountains. And it was so nice to connect it to the, to the animal yeah. part of myself through her. All these mm, sounds and really like the, from the deepest bottom of my body, you know, really unhuman sounds, not screaming, but it was really deep breath like mm. sounds I was I was just using to, to help me go through and also the on this like uh, workshop uh, the labor workshop the, the midwife she told us really nice advice that the mouth muscles are connected to the labor muscles and and mm. to vagina so if you brew through your lips and you make them like um, relaxed 
you relax, relax your muscles in the, contra in the contraction. Yeah. So she recommended me that kind of, when she said, when you will have the contraction, just like do this like sound through your lips and it will help you go through the, through the cramp of, of contraction. Yeah. And it was really helpful. You know, it was just great advice. And now I'm just like giving it to my friends who are about to give a birth. I'm just like, Hey, do this. It was so great. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so it was really, I was just almost all the time on my fourth, just like uh, breathing and doing strange sounds. And the midwife, she came once a while just to check how the things are. I remember she recommended me once just like, yeah, maybe try to go to pee. It maybe it might, might help you. And it was just like, I was like, what? I'm supposed to walk? <laughs> this is impossible. <laughs> scrolling, you know, it was just like, it was so hard. I just wanted to be constantly on one spot, just like not moving, just like taking these like little naps in between the contractions, like for two seconds and just doing weird sounds. And I remember Ori also being around like kind of um, lost, like it must be strange for, for guys, just they are there, they want to help, but there's not really much they can do. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> be nice you maybe do some podcasts with the with the boys how is yes, it yes i should <laughs> i should <laughs> he was always just like hey can i do something for you i was like no please leave me alone <laughs> so he was just there sitting just to be there but mm -hmm. not really yeah cannot help anything but then it was took kind of a while and um, everything was going well but then I started really to push and it was I kind of because I think these contractions it was lasting for maybe six seven hours the really tough contractions so I was starting to be really tired but I didn't want to have any kind of medical help or something so then another midwife also came and they started to be a little bit more like yeah yeah so let, let's go let's do it you know it, it's taking a while you know you're starting to be tired the baby is starting to be tired they gave me some juice to get some sugar to get a power and it was like we, we now have to do it you know it's not just you to be here alone in your bubble uh, doing sounds just like let, let's let's do something so it was also nice there was just like respecting but then they came like in the whole power like okay here we go <laughs> So then they started really like, uh, okay, so push and really like organize it. But then because I was really tired, then they offered me to like, hey, there's one option. We just want to ask you, it's taking a while. Uh, if we like cut you, um, that would be really helpful because then it will be really quick process. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, like this is the thing. I was like, it was my nightmare. I was like, I don't want that. And it was like, it will be like a really short moment and definitely it will help out. And I remember like, okay, then let's, let's just do it. And that was actually the first pain I felt, you know, it was really short, nothing that's traumatic, but I was like, yeah, wow, this was such a, like a, because it was so from, outside because all the work or let let's call it pain it was from inside the body it was really connected to me it was my private more like a leader not the yeah. pain but then the scissors were like it was something the attack from outside right so yeah but then it was just like bloop, 
something really smooth came out from me just straight on my they just like put it straight on my belly and I was like oh my god here we are it is here you know yeah I was just it was beautiful it was just like yeah she was or it was more it in that time the baby because we didn't know the sex and they just yeah it was like they just checked really quickly and everything is okay and they just left us alone Mm. And we were there just like with all these, like, you know, the check of Rohlik, the huge smile on the face. Yeah. Just <laughs> like, I, I remember myself, like, what I'm supposed to say. I was like, hi, hello. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, I was thinking, like, I think about, I've been thinking about everything, but not about the first thing I'm supposed to, to say to my baby when, when it's out, you know, yeah. so we were there like for, I don't know, five minutes, just, hi, hello, oh my God, it's so beautiful. And then I was just like, hey, it is a boy or a girl? And it was just like probably five minutes after hello and hi and just like adoring a baby, thinking about the sex. And uh, yeah, so we checked and it was like, oh, it's a girl, oh my God, because I hadn't, I don't know why, I, I thought I will have a boy. Mm. But then I was so amazed. It's a girl. And of course, it was so no, no, important, not important in that moment. It was really like, you know, all the gender studies. I was just like, oh, it's, it's so doesn't matter, you know. Yeah, yeah of course. <laughs> it, it, it's just a newborn here. Yeah, it was 8, 8, 8.30 in the morning on the 3rd of June. She is like 3, 6, 12 born. So she has a nice number. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, also in Iceland it's good that you don't need to pick up a name if you don't want to in advance. Mm. So yeah. Oh yes, you have to do that in Czech Republic, right? You have to yeah. come prepared yeah. with a name. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. So we even didn't have a name. So it was just hair, our love, our sweetheart, um, universe or whatever you know Mm. just all the names or the best names in the world you can have for your baby so yeah yeah that's Um, very nice it was yeah it was beautiful it was it was great yeah and how was the immediate postpartum there just after she was born yeah then they never take the babies away from you so when they are watching them and measuring them and everything they're always just there in in this one room with you you know Mm. which i also have heard that here in czech they just take them away for a little part Mm. which i would never probably be able to allow in that moment you know right and also i remember already watching like he was the one who because i was still waiting for the placenta go out and they, they have to like sue me a little bit and I was just watching them, like, uh, Ori was dressing her, and it was so beautiful. Like, I was just like, oh, he will be my teacher, because he had all, um, I have just a twin, you know, so I was never taking care, care about the baby before. So, but he had a younger sibling, so he was used to take care about the babies. So I was like, oh, my, my husband, he will be my teacher, and how to take care about babies. It's, that's beautiful. <laughs> yeah that's <laughs> really nice. yeah 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 it's such a beautiful so thing just... to see them just take care of these yeah. little 
people and you're like, oh, you're meant to do this. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Yeah. yeah, because they can finally be part mm -hmm. of the whole thing, you know, yeah. of others. Yeah. They can finally like mm, dip in. Yeah. yeah. So it was just, I was, there was, the room was just full of love. It was just so beautiful, you know, and all the midwives and everyone was just like, so, so there with us, like congratulations and adoring our little one. And it was just beautiful. But then I was kind of shocked or how to say it, because they asked me like, Hey, so do you want to go home now? Or, you know, there is not really, you know, any mothers or now so you can stay longer if you want and i was just like what <laughs> because in <laughs> czech you stay you know yeah. and i was like oh i was i was not even getting informed about that how that goes because i was sure i will be i don't know or uh, two three days in in the hospital yeah not even thinking about me going home and i was like yeah you can you can just go home i was like no nah, maybe if it's okay i would i would like to stay a little bit more it's my first baby and you know we don't have a grandparents here and I, i'm not sure if if i can make it just alone and they were just like oh it's just fine just stay you know and they checked if Anna is drinking well and pooping well and everything was going just nice so then we just stayed for a night and we went home and it was just so nice that you can just be home and the midwife she's coming four or five times per day and she teaches you and checking out of, about the breastfeeding, if you do breastfeeding and yeah, measuring the baby and checking out if everything is going just well, but you are home, you know, and it's also the, the thing that you are so trusted that you can do it, you know, so yeah. that you really feel you can do it. Because I was kind of always thinking I'm exactly this type who can get this kind of melancholia or uncertainty and get anxious mm. but because yeah it was this full of trust and it was just great that I could be at home and just like do it everything on my own nobody was just like uh, telling me what I'm doing wrong and how to do it and being bossy or it's the stories I heard but of course it's yeah. not my story so I don't want to really judge it or something but right yeah right. so it was this this was great that she was coming there and also Ari could you know have a days off which they are allowed in uh, in Iceland like they have automatically rights to have like 14 days vacation to be at home hmm. and we were just high you know yeah we, we were really high I think it was like four days of some hormone drugs uh thing you know mm -hmm. i remember mm -hmm. even Ari just coming home from the apothec and was like yeah everybody is saying hi to you from apothec and congratulations mm -hmm. <laughs> <I was just laughs> like, <laughs> he probably came into the apothec just like with his like big eyes and just glowing like we have a baby just so happy mm -hmm. and in iceland everybody really shares that with you it's a huge thing it's beautiful that yeah so it, it was it, it was great and i remember one day like um probably the fourth day i had like really a nightmare like a really bad dream and i woke up and i really physically felt like 
all my all these hormones and everything is going like out of my body that this like phase of this being high feeling is going away and then i went really into the normal or how to call it just mm -hmm. like not being on hormones anymore yeah and i remember then fear came into my life for the first time just knocked the door and i'm like hey here i am and i will be here here with you uh the rest of your life just to be yeah. afraid of your baby yeah, yeah i remember that really 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 well like i remember i seen the globe and i was like oh my god it's so big and there is so much bad things going on and it's not just me and the baby and already in this one apartment it's the whole world and future and all the bad things and i remember that really strong like mm. how i I don't know, became adult or a parent maybe, or yeah. it was really strong, strong feeling from this innocent bubble, just like, wow, reality. And of course, I'm not thinking about some bad things about to happen, but it was there, just the super new experience. experience. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like you have this big responsibility for this life and you don't really know yeah. what to do with that responsibility. Yeah. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. And I think a lot of moms or all all parents out there, they feel probably something similar. Yeah. Think. Yeah. yeah, because exactly. It's the days when you were just taking care just about your own are over. Mm. It's not that like, yeah, well, always take care about myself i can sleep in a couch and yeah if the plane will fail it's just my fate and this is blah 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 you know all these things right. now i'm like right. no no <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah so yeah. you know i know this was, i can relate <laughs> yeah, thank you <laughs> yeah. yeah 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 but well it was just everything was yeah everything was going well i'm just i'm just sharing my my good um pregnant and the labor story nothing mm. traumatic happened and just yeah everything was nice and it, it can be like that yeah it's yeah yeah it's really beautiful were yeah. there any resources or anything that you were using or anything you'd want to share as an advice for other pregnant people yeah, I think it's, well, it's always feels strange to give advices, but from my own experience, it's really nice to find people you, you trust to, like that there is no system which, which is allowed to tell you like what to do or how is it right or that really the intuition and the own, the own feelings of how the things should be. Mm. are the right feelings this this was my huge great experience about myself that i was just like wow even though i just i can fail in everything i i just did this huge thing you know like just just with the trust to to myself which was given to me by all these midwives and people around me just yeah you will be fine. It's fine. You can do it. You know what yeah. to do. Your body knows it. You know it. Maybe not really rationally, but your intuition knows, knows, knows it, you know. So just yeah. trust yourself. And it was just, it was huge. And of course, I was, you know, really fortunate and lucky that 
I was really, you know, healthy and there was no complications or something. Yeah. So then it then it's also easy to say this, you know what I mean? Then not always one can be only, you know, focused on his his own or her her own intuition, you know, but no, but yeah, it's, very, it's, it's a good good advice or a good resource yeah. to listen to your gut feeling. It's it's stronger somehow in pregnancy. I think this gut feeling, you know, yeah. you know what you yeah. need. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then also when then moms, you know, when you become a mom, it's really a fragile moment, and it's even though everything is right, just yeah, don't forget. Don't forget on moms. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I mean, it's not. It's sometimes it's always everything is around the baby, which is totally right. But yeah. there is a mom also, and also the father who is probably maybe fertile and yeah. maybe also yeah. worried. And so the parents, yeah, just take care about the parents. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's I think probably even more important. <laughs> <laughs> I think yeah. I was talking about this in my birth story a couple of weeks ago, but yeah, yeah just call your friend and that's just had a baby and ask, how are you? Not how is the baby? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's yeah. important. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It is. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. Well, great. thank you so much, Tara, for sharing your beautiful birth story with us. You're really welcome. I hope it was understandable. My English is not that good. So, but it's great. I hope it's very good. <laughs> thank you. But yeah, you know what I mean. But yes. thanks, thanks for having me. I'm, I'm really grateful to be part of this because, yeah, as I said, um, for new moms or moms of the second or the third baby, it's, it's probably nice. If I will be pregnant again, I will listen definitely the whole podcast oh great (laughs) not be not to be alone in it and to hear all the kind of stories and it's it's beautiful thank you thank you for doing this you know i think it's it's great it's great so much thank you so much (laughs) thanks again tara for coming on the podcast today and sharing your beautiful story with us today um, if you are out there and you would like to reach out to Tera and ask her any questions or, or anything, then you can send me an email at the 9 podcast at gmail.com or you can head to the website 9 and fill out the contact form there. And of course, if you would like to share your story on the pod, there's plenty of space always. So do send me a message through those channels as well. Please also support the podcast if you like it by giving me a follow on on Instagram or social media. You can find me at 9 Months Podcast on Instagram and the 9 Months Podcast on Facebook. Also, if you're an avid listener and you'd like to pledge your support to me, then you can head to patreon.com slash 9 Months Podcast and become a Patreon there and help me support um, the work that is being put into the podcast and behind the scenes doing all these recordings so in any way that you want or like I'm always happy for some support thank you guys for listening in yet another week and I will see you with a new birth story next week